And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. Everybody, welcome to another edition here of Show Blitz, pregame show of the Steelers versus Broncos. As we are now in week number five for the Steelers right now, uh, trying to avoid a one and four start coming up. As uh, less than an hour, they'll be uh, hosting the Denver Broncos, uh, looking to snap a three-game losing streak this season right now. And coming up uh, next Sunday will be the 45-year anniversary uh, when the Steelers were in a similar predicament when they did start off one and four uh, for the year. That was in 1976 right there, where they went on an incredible 10-game winning streak Nine-game uh, winning streak to close out the season. Uh, trying to three-peat uh, for the Super Bowl that year. Of course, as we all know, it fell uh, short that season. That was a historic uh, record uh, season for the franchise. If you think about it, always uh, in that year. I mean, when you look at I mean, uh, that team had uh, five uh, shutouts that year. Uh, three in a row against the Giants, Chargers, Chiefs, and then uh, the final two games of the regular season. I mean, uh, that year, and uh, I mean, you look at the point differential, I mean, that year, I mean, my God, I mean, uh, outscoring their opponents by 204 points, 342 points for the offense, and only 138 points surrendered for the year. I mean, which was a, a astounding season right there. I mean, when you think about that, I'm by no means am I saying the Steelers right now, they're going to be uh, replicating that. I mean, in this situation, of course, I mean, the whole story uh, throughout the week has been about uh, Ben Roethlisberger right now. And uh, the, the biggest thing, too, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, he right now, is uh, right now is uh, it, it's 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 uh, he's been part of the issue so far right now. As far as trying to uh, buy the Matt Canada as a scheme, as we all know, I'll be honest with you. Frankly, I mean, with some of the schemes he's trying to get in there, I mean, with uh, the play action, the jet sweeps. I mean, you can definitely tell. I mean, there's a little hesitancy for Rosper to get comfortable with that, to buy in, to adapt right now. And you look at Mike Tomlin, who's been uh, reaffirming his confidence in Big Ben Roethlisberger right now. Uh, and too, I mean, you, I mean, you hear. I mean, it's kind of like a mixed reaction so far. I mean, you got Dale Lally, who, too, of D- DK Pittsburgh Sports, I was just listening to. I mean, he's been saying right now the Steelers, they don't necessarily do. Uh, knee-jerk reactions when it comes to this stuff. I mean, the biggest thing you got to look at, I mean, for the most part, is that the Steelers for right now uh, who are uh, in this mode, trying to figure things out. You better believe Mike Tomlin is not going to be a guy who's going to roll over, play dead for a team that's going to have, like, a lost season to set themselves up for uh, future draft capital, to move up higher in the draft to get a better future. Uh, and that's just not been the message. That's not just the way this way Steelers do things. But I will say this too. I mean, let's not kid ourselves and say there has not been some noticeable uh, tweaks. I mean, made by the Steelers when you look at it. I mean, for right now, I mean, it's definitely a uh, wind breaker. How we're at the situation right now. I mean, we're at a team right now who's uh, looking to try to regain its uh, identity, not that, but it's confidence. We already know what kind of talent they still got on the defense. I mean, the defense 
like I said, the only thing I've been very alarmed with so far has been the secondary. And maybe just maybe is a lot of that do just not getting enough pressure on the opponents. I mean, uh, defensively, listen, they've been blitzing less uh, this year, which is uh, not recognizable by this team who's been uh, doing it for such a long time. I mean, especially with uh, Keith Butler. I mean, probably the only bad times you could probably think this uh, blitz has been like a little bit alarming. It was probably maybe last time around 2015 or 2016. I'll probably say 2016. I mean, because remember, 2017 is when they really turned up the notch. They had that historic uh, record-setting year where they broke the regular uh, sack streak. I mean, the sack uh, record for Steelers team, I mean, in a regular season. And this is where we turn up right now. And you better believe, I mean, right now, a lot of things, I mean, uh, for the – for this team's uh, playoff hopes we're talking about. I mean, let's forget Super Bowl for right now. I mean, we'll get to that a little bit later on. But, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I think, uh, I mean, everyone's going to have to answer to right now. I mean, especially when you notice a little bit of a lag of running game, too. I mean, you also saw, like, last week, too, uh, Ben Rossberg, who was a guest uh Good Morning Football. I mean, he was pointing out to the fact that Najee Harris, for example, He's been a guy who needs to play a little bit more nasty, a little bit more intimidating. I mean, don't be afraid to, you know, be big, be nasty. I mean, he was pointing to the fact that Jerome Bess, uh, you know, was a guy who didn't, didn't mind, like, running people over when he was in there. I mean, just a point out to him right now. And, uh, I mean, those are some big things right now, by the way, as we look at it uh, going into this. Uh, and speaking of uh, Jerome Bez right now, uh, Mark Bali off the athletic uh, mentioned that uh, Najee said he's talked to Jerome Bez, and the next time the bus is in town, they're going to they're going to watch film together right now. So, I mean, call it what you will. I mean, say what you will about Ben Rosberger. I mean, like uh, his leadership, I mean, questionability, I mean, trying to do what's right for his team. Because uh, when you look at, I mean, Ben Rosberger, uh, I mean, he, he's been a guy who's been willing to take a $5 million uh, pay cut. I mean, to plead his case, I mean, with his agent to be back for another year. I mean, did not like the ending, what happened last year. But it, 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 it's a little bit frustrating, too, at the same time. So we already know what his buy of work is what he's done for this franchise uh, in so many ways. I mean, he, he's been a nice, like a four pickup, I guess you could say in a way, versus like gotten a lot of mileage for a lot of years. He's been for a lot of wear and tear. Give, he, he's given you a lot of great mileage. I mean, I mean, just performance. I mean, road trips. I mean, you could possibly think of. However, at the point now, I mean, you really start to look back at Ben Rosberg's career, too. I mean, uh, when we pivot away from Najee Harris, too. I mean, how much the mistake was for Ben Rosberg in his career, when we really put things into perspective, I mean, was back in t- three years ago. I mean, when you look at it. I mean, that 2018 season, I mean, yeah, he passed for a career high and pass yards with 5,129 yards over the 5,000 mark right there. I mean, you still had Antonio Brown right there. I mean, of course, we all remember how that ended. But, I mean, it was also, too, that year that was his career high in touchdown passes, despite not making the playoffs. I mean, 34 touchdown passes that year. I mean, two four four comebacks, three game-winning drives. I mean, and for Ben to perform the way he did that year, but I really believe from that moment on uh, what, what happened was that's how he wore out his, uh, his throwing arm. His, I mean, his throwing elbow, like, suffered as a result. I mean, this is a guy right there who's just completely, I mean, not not completely, but little by little started to go downhill where he was feeling the pressure. You saw as it carried in to the following season, too. I mean, throughout barely the first game and a half, I mean, even though it was the second game, I mean, their home opener. But, I mean, remember what happened. He had that bubble surgery. He comes back last year. He's throwing the ball quick. I mean, a lot of people, Kevin Colbert has been assisting, I mean, throughout the press, along with Mike Tom, thinking that they got a better quarterback. 
a Barbell Roethlisberger version of this guy. And, I mean, which is dandy, but at the same time, too, uh, listen, I mean, when you look, I mean, what happened in that 2020 season where things really started to go, started to go a little bit derail, I mean, a quick pass game, I mean, while trying to protect his elbow, I mean, a lot of people are looking at the guy like he's trying to protect, to survive uh, going through more immense pain. I mean, you look at, like, uh, that game after the Ravens game, he only had one more 300 – he only had two more 300 yards plus uh, passing games in that. But, I mean, uh, still, I mean, the only problem is, I mean, with a guy like Ben Rosberger, who's been – guy who's took a lot of damage. I mean, a guy who still continues to uh, keep himself in shape the way he is and still maintains the same workout ethic where it's just like doing some yoga, golfing, and then some uh, quick beers or whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, the guy is 39 years old. He is clearly uh, nearing the end of his career right now. And it's I'm not sure, like, how you're going to keep this guy around beyond. Uh, the only problem is Abu Shet, who's been a guy who's been going to bat for Ben Brosberger. I mean, he maintains a stance in this aspect that Ben Brosberger, at the end of the day, has been not given enough decent amount of protection, enough time to work, I mean, to what the offensive line he's had to work with. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he still thinks that he's still got like uh, good games left in him, and yeah, he he just he just needs more better uh, timing. But then again, you also heard Bill Cower, Hall of Famer too, even like uh, criticizing Ben Rosberg. He needs to step into his froze a little bit more, and I I do feel like that. I do feel like you have to step in a little bit more, but. Here's the only problem with Ben Rosberger right now is the decision making. I mean, how he's saying he doesn't really have that many opportunities to audible. Mm, I don't think so. Because Ben Rosberger, who's been around this game for a long time right now, I mean, uh, he has been, uh, it's, it's, it's a head scratcher to say you don't have that much uh, freedom at times, despite what's uh, who you're coordinating with, where it's uh, Matt Canada. Uh, Mike Tomlin, and then of course you got your quarterbacks coach too, Mike uh, Sullivan right now, who Mike Tomlin didn't mention. I mean, that could be his job to help work on like some of the techniques. But he, here's the thing: if you're gonna say this thing about Najee Harris about be be bigger, be nasty, you gotta give this guy more touches. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, the offensive line, yeah, I mean, you're not in the best of spots right now. But you have to keep feeding this guy. I do believe Najee Harris, I mean, it's a matter of time. He's going to have a breakout game. And uh, hopefully it'll be today, though. But it'll be a big test for him right now. If he could do it against a defense right now, I mean, who coming into this uh, game right now, the Denver Broncos, I mean, both teams have a great run defense. But I, I will tell you this right now. I mean, the Broncos – who are guarding against the run, they are fifth in defending the run uh, this year, only allow 280 uh, yards throughout the year, uh, three and a half yards per attempt. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, that, that's that's the part right there too. So there you have it right there. I, I really believe right now what's going to end up uh, happening is just that guys just need to be ready, just need to step up. Uh, you, you, I understand what Ben Rosper is saying, be bigger, be nastier, but you have to dummy up, as they say, too, and you have to give this guy a lot more of an opportunity to really get more touches on the run as far as everything goes in that, in that aspect. You just cannot keep feeling like you're going to keep getting away with this because uh, right now, I mean, this is a do-or-die moment right now. It's, it's uh, on the brink right now. You got this game right now versus the Broncos, and you got the following week versus Seattle Seahawks to try and hopefully get some things uh, turned around and squared away right here. Uh, you're joining uh, live right now. We're doing a special one-hour edition right now. It'll just be a little bit under that uh, of the Metal Steel Podcast as I present Show Blitz once again. 
uh, the pregame show here of the Man of Steel uh, podcast right now. Now, let's uh, continue on right now uh, with Ben Rosberger. And Ben, we trust. Uh, Steelers, uh, right now, as it stands uh, at, at this point, they find themselves two games back of not only the Bengals and the AFC North, but also the Broncos in the AFC wildcard game. Uh, you win this game, you can get a very decisive head-to-head uh, tiebreaker right here. Uh, I mean, this is another reason why this game is huge. We're gonna have any chance in the playoffs. You gotta start. You gotta start being your opponents right now. This is the time right now. I mean, no other team. I mean, I mean, and then too. I mean, when you face the Seahawks, I mean, great. But guess what? No one in the division is facing the Seattle Seahawks this year as an extra opponent. I mean, when you think about it. I mean, that's just a fact of the matter. I mean, when you look at everyone else in the division, I mean, who the Baltimore Ravens face their extra opponent from the NFC West? They'll be the uh, Los Angeles uh, Rams. They will be uh, facing here. I mean, they haven't faced each other uh, two years ago. That was a Monday night game, I believe it was. And uh, they're going to be hosting the Rams uh, this time around. And you also got the Browns, too, uh, outside at the – the Browns, they will be facing for their extra opponent in the NFC West. That will be the Arizona Cardinals. And then uh, last but not least, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. That will, of course, be uh, the San Francisco uh, 49ers right now. I mean, when you when you look at it. So th- there you have it right there. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts as we go into this a little bit more. But, yeah, uh, definitely got a lot of things at stake right now here. As uh, we get ready to look at it, I uh, got Steel City uh, Swag uh, joining here. Hey, what's up, brother? I uh, hope you're uh, getting ready for game day. Uh like to hear your game day uh, plans uh, going into this game right now uh, and staying on here, too. Now, with Ben Rosberger uh, right now, uh, as we look at uh, Mike Tomlin, uh, once again, was saying, and this was a uh, Reported by Mark Cabolia of AFLEC about Ben. The only thing that is not correctable is straight line speed. I don't think any of us are going to recapture past straight line speed, him included. I mean, that's true. I mean, I mean, so you're going to now like the physical appearances of Ben Rosberger. But at the same time, too, I mean, here, here's the only thing right now with that. I mean, Straight line speed. So you're basically talking about the guy's mobility in a way, what it sounds like. And uh, yeah, uh, just real quickly, if you're trying to watch the game, I don't know if you heard, but uh, I know it's a little bit of an expensive route, but uh, for people who are trying to stream the game or watch it, if it's not being shown in their market, check out Sunday uh, NFL uh, Ticket.tv. Uh, the beauty about Sunday NFL Ticket.tv is that if uh, you just got to enter your billing address, they're going to take a look at your address to see if you need direct TV service or not. Uh, if they do determine you'll need direct TV service, uh, you have to sign up with them and then get uh, Sunday NFL Ticket. If you don't uh, need the service, you go ahead and still pay for Sunday NFL ticket. Uh, it's about 290 bucks before tax, so about $320 usually, depending on what your uh, taxes are in your state. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry about sorry about the game not being uh, aired in your market there, uh, right there. But if you want, you can check out Sunday NFL ticket, or if you want uh, to the cheapest uh, route to, if you're willing to, uh, be patient. Uh, you can also get uh, FL Game Pass. I think FL Game Pass right now is about 100 bucks uh, for the year right now. The only thing is you have to watch on replay after that. And it's usually about late in the evening, probably like about 6.30, I want to say, or 7.30 Eastern for it to be available. Uh, I forget the exact details. I'm subscribed to it, but I still want to show a Sunday ticket, though. But, uh, yeah, those are some ways right there. Uh, right there, unless you got a Steeler bar around you. I'm sorry about that, man. Uh, hopefully you get the game soon. Uh, but anyway, too, uh, right now, like I said, I mean, 
I like to hear what you guys think right now. Ebuchet's uh, response on Bill Cowher saying that Ben's arm doesn't seem to be the issue. It's the issue of him not stepping into his throws. I mean, Ebuchet, once again, he was saying that it's hard for a quarterback to step into his throws when his linemen are getting pushed back into his face. Now, they did mention earlier this week, too, that Ben Rosberger, he has a hip injury and his practice could be limited early in the week as Steelers prepare for Sunday's game today versus the Broncos. I mean, that's always going to be the case. I mean, he's always going to have his regular off days at uh, Wednesdays, the Wednesday, I guess, Tuesday, as uh, he is no for in his career. I mean, that is a given at the end of the day. But, I mean, if it is a hip issue, I mean – I mean, why are we hesitant to not go someone like a Mason Ruff or Dwayne Haskins? I mean, it's just – I think it's just a hesitation of, like, they're going to be in a similar situation where it's just – they're going to have to deal with this off, offensive line right now. It's be uh, very similar. And no matter what, they're going to be having the same uh, consistent issues, I guess, as far as, like, who they got to work with. So it doesn't seem like it's – like much of a quick fix as people may feel. But I do believe if you are talking about the mobility standpoint, I think a guy like Rudolph or Haskins gives you that. The only problem is with Haskins right now, I mean, he failed and it just seems like, you know, Tom was like a little bit pause for pause, putting him in the starting lineup based off what we've seen from the Carolina Panthers, I mean, how much do you still just remembering how he performed in that game? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, listen, I mean, when you look at the quarterback, I mean, situation, once again, right now, I mean, the quarterback uh, battle, I mean, this past uh, preseason, I mean, you look at a guy like uh, Dwayne Haskins right now, for the most part, I mean, Dwayne Haskins in that game versus Carolina, I mean, he only completed 56.3% of his passes, uh, for 108 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, he didn't get sacked uh, in that game. But as far as, like, uh, Dwayne Haskins throughout the preseason, this guy has only been sacked one time with two touchdowns and a pick, okay? Versus a guy like Mason Rudolph, he had no touchdowns. He only got sacked one time for a loss of 10 yards. I mean, still the biggest difference was QB rating. But when you look at it, too, I mean, Dwayne Haskins, it just didn't seem like he did enough to, like, really win over the job versus uh, Mason Rudolph. I mean, he had eight scoring drives uh, to put points in the season. I mean, most of which, too, five of them were touchdowns. He had uh, Mason Rudolph only had three field goals throughout four preseason games, I mean, right there. I mean, so that's the thing right there. No one's going to be perfect, but at the same time, too, you have to look at it right now. I mean, yeah, Ben Rosberger at the end of the day, I mean, and Tomlin and the coach staff size and the organization, I mean, his value alone for what he's contributed, how many times he's been able to pull his team uh, out of some big situations or some uh, backs against the wall, Ben Rosberger, listen, I, I do believe right now what it is, it's just he's got a lot more benefit out, a lot of trust he's earned uh, throughout the years. And that's the only thing that gets in the way. But the only problem is if it's going to continue to cost you gains where you're going to be very close, I mean, right now. I mean, I've always ludicrous to even think that Ed Bouchette was saying a couple weeks ago, like after the Bengals lost, that he – Probably wouldn't have been surprised to see this team go to, oh, what was it? I mean, like one in five, I mean, at this point. I mean, when you check out things, and I, I'm not sure if I'm ready to go that, but I will say this. I will uh, acknowledge uh, the time right now. It is dire uh, needs right now for this team to get things turned around. Mike Collins, who right now is trying to break the record right now for starting off his career with the most consecutive non-losing seasons as a head coach right now. Uh, Mary Schottenheimer, who still is a record holder for that with uh, 14 consecutive uh, seasons as we uh, look at it. And this is just a steel team right now. And the only thing is right now, too, I mean, like, 
let's just say, I mean, people who want to keep pressing on this notion where it's like, okay, well, you know what? I mean, we're at the point right now, it's like they're not going to a playoffs right now. You're going to have a quarterback who's going to be retiring right now. Uh, I mean, or unless the offense line finds a way to jump one or the other. I mean, let's just try and, like, uh, position ourselves for a better uh, position in the draft, go after a quarterback. The only problem is with that, I mean, not everybody in the draft is going to be always uh, something to be walking away happy. I mean, it's going to be pretty much hit or miss right now. As we uh, look at uh, for the time being right now, I feel like what, what they need to do, I mean, to expand things, I mean, you the thing is, this team at the end of the day, I mean, as Dale I pointed out, they don't do knee-jerk reaction type stuff. But at the same time, how are you going to sell a locker room and some players right there who play with a lot of pride? That's more particular, like a guy like a Cam Hayward, who's been here in his 11th season. I mean, uh, with this team, I mean, when you look at everything, I mean, like, how are you going to, like, have him swallow a pill and say, you know what, we're going to try and position ourselves better for next year in the draft? This is a guy right now who is still trying to search for a championship in his career. And to be honest with you, I hate to break to you folks. I like Cam Hayward a lot. I mean, he's definitely, in my opinion, one of the new Mr. Steelers in today's day and age with this team. But I, I will say this. I'm not sure, I mean, if he's going to win a Super Bowl, if it's going to necessarily be with the Steelers, to be honest with you. I don't see that. He'll probably have to be uh, somewhere else. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, well, on our team, if he wins, probably had to get traded or I, I don't think he's going to ask for a release. I mean, we're not going to get to that point, but you look at a guy who's just putting a lot of hard work to be where he's at. I mean, with this team, to be a leader in that locker room, you know, this is not how Steelers do things. I mean, just not Steeler football at the end of the day. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, they, the Steelers model is always about like a culture doing the right thing aside from like the winning stuff right here too. And when you look at it, I mean, for right now, it is definitely going to be a, a big time challenge right now. I mean, Cam Hayward right now, who is like the second uh, longest uh, tenured Steeler on this team, who's played his entire career right here. I mean, that's the guy who I really tend to feel sorry for. It's like, the weight game, the weighting game, I should say, excuse me, for being a four-time Pro Bowl or two-time All-Pro uh, for his career. And for him to be uh, doing it, like, late in his career, I mean, since 2017. I, mu I must say right now, this is, a, this is a dire moment for his career where he really wants to, like, expand his horizons right now. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying the guy's going to be gone, but – at some point, you start putting other people's careers as far as, like, their winning success. I mean, a little bit as a cross world, and if they're ever going to win it. I mean, is, is he going to be another one of those uh, great Steelers who doesn't have a ring, I mean, when his career is said and done? I mean, is, is he going to be a guy that's just uh, going to come up short? I don't know. But I, I will say this for right now, too. I mean, when you when you really look at it, I mean, you got it right now. A Denver Broncos team who looks pretty impressive right now, three and one. But don't my only problem I have with the Broncos so far. I mean, this could be their really true legitimate test this week. I mean, all the teams they beat have been losing teams so far. Okay, I mean, I mean, the Giants team right now who is one three, just like New York Jets. So you beat two New York teams, plus to be a winless Jaguars team. Uh, don't get me wrong, Vic Fangio, I think he he's definitely put a lot of time to build this team up. He, and it helps when you got a guy like Von Miller sticking around. But I'll be honest with you, I got to see what they do today. I mean, that is definitely going to be uh, vastly uh, huge for right now. I mean, I, I'm not trying to, like, oh, underlook the overlook the Denver Broncos. But at the same time, you also got to ask yourself, what have they really done this season to really stand out from other teams right now. Because, like I said, let's take a look at the Steelers and Broncos matchups right now here. Uh, as you look at the Broncos this year uh, going into this 
into the season right now currently, they're eighth in turnover ratio right now as they're plus two. They got five takeaways on defense and three turnovers on offense, So, which includes four of them being interceptions. So you better believe right now, I mean, ball security is definitely be one of the highlights of this game right now. You know what? For the most part, as crazy as this may sound, Ben Rosberger, I mean, he's done a pretty good job of protecting the football despite what he's been having to work with the offensive line. I mean, let's think about that for a second. The guys only had four interceptions. I mean, yeah, it's for four games. So, at, at the same time, I mean, it's still not too bad as you really think about it. My only problem is what I have with Ben Rosberger still being the quarterback of this team. And right now is the sense of urgency. Urgency starting off right now. I mean, when you look at the fact, too, I mean, I mean, their opening touchdown, I mean, last week against the Green Bay Packers, I mean, that has been their first opening drive touchdown on the road since the Tennessee Titans. You just you, – you, that is where you have to, like, ask yourself right now. It's like, okay. I mean, like, that's how the Steelers need to be winning games. If they're going to be having any kind of streak, they need to come out of the gates swinging you cannot have any more of the slow starts. You cannot put yourself behind where it's be like a touchdown, multiple touchdowns, whatever. Because at, at some point, too, you're going to have veteran players start uh, having the heart-to-heart talk with one another. It's going to be it's going to be getting to a point right now where this season is going to be saved. I'm, I'm bet my bottom dollar right now. If it hasn't been already, I'm sure players are speaking right now, speaking up. I mean, voicing their concerns right now. I mean, this is not a position they, they don't recognize this as Steelers football here. I mean, when you really look at it, too, I mean, this is right now where you have to look at. And where I, I look at this, too, the Steelers right now, this is a team where, I mean, a lot of pride is on the line here, Okay. So, I mean, let's uh, so let's see what happens today. Let's see what they got. I mean, the Broncos right now, I mean, for I mean, for the Steelers, they only beaten one winning team so far. That was a playoff team. That was the Buffalo Bills. I have a hard time believing that that was just a flash in the pan. I mean, right now, the holiday season is going to be. But at the same time, they got the win. It's just what they need to do. They need to go back to playing disciplined football. They have to do that. I mean, when you also look at another thing, too, I mean, I was speaking about the defense as far as, like, this year. I mean, the only concern right now where I have is the amount of pressure. We're going to take a look at it in a second here uh, for this year. But, I mean, it's just been very mind-boggling how, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, throughout the season, how bombly they are in their uh, blitz percentage right now. But for the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, too, uh, I mean, they're still fifth in the league with pressure percentage right now at uh, about 29.7%. They have uh, seven pressures right now. I mean, eight pressures right now, which is uh, seven from the league. And uh, third in the league in the hurries. But like I said, blitz percentage right now has been at 29th in the league. And that, that's just a little bit disheartening right now. But I, I just wonder, it's like, do you have to be a little bit lesser on the hurries right now? Do you have to be like, by the way, to balance it out more? And uh, right now, the Steelers are for the most uh, point right now, as far as like yards given up through the air right now. I mean, kind of like in the looks like the top uh, ten. They're twentieth, uh, so again, for the twentieth uh, least uh, yards for the air at six hundred and nineteen. The team who's given up the most uh, yards for the air had been the Seattle Seahawks right now. Uh, I tell you what, 
y'all win this game today. And then the thing is, too, I mean, uh, Russell Wilson, I think he's supposed to be out for like about four or eight weeks right now. Who, uh, by the way, did you happen to see that uh, Ram Seahawks game on Thursday Night Football in uh, Seattle? I got to tell you, that was a crazy uh, game right now. I mean, uh, and part I'm reporting to is like uh, the block punt where the guy was able to pick it up and and re-punt the ball. The only problem was you weren't supposed to cross the line of scrimmage. He looks like he crossed the line of scrimmage, but they said if it was behind the line of scrimmage, it was okay to re-punt it. But uh, Russell Wilson right now, uh, speaking of which, according to Am Schefter, uh, doctors believe that uh, realistically, he could be back in about uh, four weeks right now. And uh, he uh, fractures uh, right middle finger, uh, but they still believe he has a realistic uh, chance. And uh, right now, Seahawks and doctors have agreed to a four-week timetable as a best-case scenario for Wilson, who, uh, who who ruptured the tendon in the middle finger of his throwing hand and suffered a fracture dislocation Seattle's loss as he lost 26 to 17. Uh, he began therapy this weekend, and uh, the Seahawks said Friday a statement that is highly that is highly anticipated he will return to play later this season. Only only question is, will it be against a Geno Smith in that game? I mean, uh, that that will be an interesting uh, matchup right there, if that is the case. Uh, Geno Smith, we haven't uh, heard from in a long time. I mean, uh, who's uh, made his uh, presence uh, Thursday night. I got to tell you, it was pretty admirable watching what he had to do. I mean, I think he had like a pair of uh, touchdowns uh, in that game or one touchdown. Let's see. First, like, uh, let's see. He only had one touchdown right there. Didn't get sacked. So, I mean, he's still a pretty uh, mobile guy. But in his career, take a look at right now, uh, Geno Smith, not sure if he's going to be the star versus the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. He's only faced the Steelers so far from what looks like only one time, and he has been 0-1 so far in his career. And that game where he's uh, faced the Steelers just one time, that was back in October 13th, 2013. Steelers snapped a four-game loose streak to start off the season. That was in New York, by the way. Uh, Steelers won that game 19-6. You saw Geno Smith in that game. Uh, he went 19-34 for 201 yards. Uh, got picked off twice, and he got sacked three times for a loss of 17 yards in that game. Uh, and that game, too, he didn't get much uh, any help at all. I mean, like running as, as peers – in that game, I mean, the Steelers did win that game 19-6. Uh, I mean, uh, rushing yards, let's look at it. I mean, rushing yards was pretty close, but he didn't rush for enough. But, I mean, that was it right there. And the Steelers are plus two in the turnover ratio in that uh, contest right there. And uh, that's where you have it uh, going into that game. So, I, I'd be real interested right now. If you win this game today – I think I like their chance against the Seahawks. I mean, Seahawks have got no defense, but offensively, they could still be a little bit of like a, a grouping uh, pair going into this. And I just, I'm not sure if I'm willing to take that chance, but guys on the Seahawks, you look at right now, I mean, who are their top guys as far as like their receivers? You got Tyler Locker, of course, DK Metcalf right there. Those are guys that still watch out for it. Geno Smith will have the workbook. So he'll have much better weapons they did at that time. I mean, still, I mean, th those be the biggest things uh, going to that match. But that could still be evilly contested. I mean, if they're not careful. I mean, just Steelers right now, plain and simple, they got to avoid self-inflicting wounds uh, to, like, uh, keep themselves in games right now. And that's just bottom line. You cannot be – any dump off right here. So let's stick back to the offensive line right now. Zach Banner, by the way, uh, he's got approximately about another 10 more days at this point. Uh, he's played 83 offensive line snaps in his professional career with 59 of them over a span of 55 minutes during last year's opener. The Warrior tore his ACL uh, first chance in the opener last year on the road. Uh, he's brought back on a two-year 
uh, $9.5 million deal. Uh, Matt Canna, who was uh, saying, obviously, it would be great. Uh, he's working his way back and trying to get healthy. He's a very good player that we counted on coming in, but also a guy whose leadership is a big deal as well. Zach's talents are what they are, and his leadership is what it is. And, uh, I mean, that is a big concern right now, too. I mean, Zach Banner, I think, uh, loves his attitude, loves his spirit, but to me, he hasn't proven anything yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a big guy. I mean, he hustles a lot for this team. I mean, if you ask me, I mean, definitely could, could potentially be a future, but like I said, availability is going to be a big issue right now, and I'm just not sure – what the exact uh, holdup is, why he's not coming back in. Because I, I tell you what, though, because you also, too, don't forget, they also released one of their guards, too, uh, Rashad uh, Coward, as uh, Missy Matthews uh, was pointing out uh, on this. As we uh, look at it. And uh, right now, I mean, it's just like, like I said, I mean, who do you really have on here? I mean, as we look at it, I mean, Rashad, uh, I mean, they, they signed Collier White to the 53-man roster, and they also elevated safety Carl Joseph to the active and inactive roster from the practice squad. Uh, guard Rashad Coward, uh, he has been released. Uh, after Sunday's game, uh, Joseph will automatically revert to the practice squad without having to pass through waivers. Uh, that's the current situation on uh, – Carl Joseph right now, but Coley White, I mean, that's going to be an interesting one right here. I mean, who's uh, finally looks like he's going to be getting some opportunities real soon. We shall see. I'm not sure, like, uh, how he fits into the team's uh, scheme right now, but when you look at, I mean, he's uh, played uh, this season right now. He's got two receptions for 17 yards, uh, targeted twice, caught all his passes, and as long as for 11 yards with uh, no touchdowns, but he uh, came on the scene uh, two weeks ago versus the Bengals where he caught two for seven, 17 yards. And for this season, he's only got, I mean, for he's only got 11 uh, offensive uh, snaps right now on the ball here. Once again, we're uh, talking uh, right now, Steelers, Broncos here on the Metal Steel uh, podcast right now. I uh, got a couple people I know coming across going to be attending the game right now. And uh, let's take a little bit of an update right now. Going into this uh, game uh, for the time being right now. Uh, so far, take a look at the current uh, forecast, in, forecast in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania it is 73 uh, degrees right now. It looks like it's supposed to be a little bit of like uh, sunny and cloudy throughout this game. So it doesn't look like uh, we should be anticipating uh, any rain right now. Uh, I mean, humidity is at 6%, uh, wind about 8 miles per hour in this game. So it looks like they'll be fine in that regard. So it looks like they should be having some uh, clear uh, weather going to this one uh, for today's uh, matchup. I mean, which is good. I mean, to be honest with you, with all the injuries too, and all these growing injuries, too. I mean, where in the heck are all these growing injuries coming from right now? I mean, when you look at it, I mean, I mean, let, let, let's think about it. I mean, you got, like, uh, for the Steelers, you got, like, uh, Cam Sutton. I mean, he's going to be rolled out for today's game along with uh, Rashad Coward. Remember, he's been released. And then, of course, James Washington is also dealing with a groin injury. I mean, you also had T.J. Watt. I mean, he's had it, like, in the second game. First the Raiders, the home opener in that game. But uh, speaking of which, right now, too, when we look at it, uh, going into this game, I mean, the inactives uh, for today's game for the Steelers and Broncos, uh, beginning with the Broncos, it will be including cornerback uh, Ronald Darby, cornerback Brett Rippon, Cornerback Kerry Vincent, safety Jamar Johnson, offensive tackle Cam Fleming, and defense tackle Nick Telvin Agam. For the Steelers, they're an actors for today's game. As I just mentioned, James Washington and Cam Sutton, they are definitely out. Also, quarterback uh, Dwayne Haskins, 
quarterback Akilo Weatherspoon, and inside linebacker Buddy uh, Johnson for this game for uh, today's uh, contest. And uh, that's what we look at for right now as uh, things continue to uh, rev up here a little bit more. Now, there was a little bit of concern, too, about Teddy Bridgewater, by the way, uh, who had a concussion last week first the Baltimore Ravens. He got knocked out towards the end of the half. Their final play of the first half with under a minute to go. Uh, and, uh, and according to uh, Mike Kliss of uh, Nine Sports in uh, Denver, the expectation is that uh, he was going to be clear. Well, he is clear today uh, by doctors and everyone. And right now, I mean, this is going to be an interesting guy right here who I'm kind of like looking my traps for to see how he does. I mean, this is a guy, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater for the end of the day who's had an interesting career here. I mean, a guy who's had potential early on in his career. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, especially with the Minnesota Vikes where he kind of started off uh, decent. And it was back in 2016 on August 30th, he suffered a non-contact injury to his left leg. And it was revealed that he tore his ACL and suffered other structural damage, including dislocation of the knee joint. Uh, he missed the entire season that year. And right now, after a loss of Bridget War for the 2016 season, the Vikings traded the first round pick in 2017 a uh, draft and a conditional four-prop pick in 2018 to the Eagles for quarterback Sam Bradford. I mean, right now. So the only thing was, I mean, he uh, went on to have like a – I mean, he, he was clear to practice back in 2017, but then he went on to the New York Jets for a one-year, uh, 15 – million dollar deal appeared right now and then he went to the Saints in 2018 and then after the Saints he went over to the Panthers back in 2020 I mean went to the Panthers in 2020 and then now the Denver Broncos right now I mean tell you Bridgewater here I mean it's the guy who right now who's been looking for many more opportunities in his career trying to fill his eyeball career. I mean, uh, he hasn't done too bad. I mean, to say the least, I mean, he has best year back, of course, in 2015, where he had 14 touchdowns to nine interceptions, threw for over 3,000 yards, threw for over 3,000 yards once again. I mean, last year with the Panthers, 15 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. So pretty decent so far. And right now he's, uh, he's on pace for like a good touchdown interception ratio right now. Five touchdowns, zero interceptions so far. 892 yards, passed for 223 uh, yards a game. Now, his yards per attempt is about 8.0 right now. And, uh, he, I mean, he's a guy right now. I mean, guys you uh, definitely, like, can't help but, like, tip your cap to who's been uh, making, like, good strides right now. And I just – the guy who's been – you're really wondering if he was going to be ever – close to what he once was. But we're getting closer to the game time, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up a little bit quicker uh, as we're getting ready to count down. So let's go ahead right now, uh, mention some other stuff real quickly too. Uh, right now, uh, another update too, Stephon Tuway, he's getting close to returning to the field. In fact, according to Alex Stump of DK Pittsburgh Sports, he's hearing the Steelers are looking at potential return to practice at least sometime around their bye week in uh, week seven. That'll be the week before they face the Cleveland uh, Browns right there. Uh, in that contest, that'll be in week number eight. Uh, so they'll have uh, 21 days to uh, activate to it once he begins practicing again. But the Steelers do play the Browns in Cleveland uh, that week on Halloween, play the Bears, and, and then they'll be coming home to play the Bears and Lions in Heinz Field. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't have another setback. It's possible, but that's the plan uh, that, that he's hearing for right now. So let's go ahead and get our, to our keys for the game for this uh, contest right now. Uh, key number uh, one for this game. Uh, protecting Ben Rosper, he is 35-2 and two when not getting sacked in a game. Uh, guarding against 
outside linebacker Von Miller will definitely be a huge step in the right uh, direction for that contest when you look at it. Uh, I mean, Von Miller, I mean, he's still a guy right now. I mean, he still breathes uh, greatness here. Guy who's still, I mean, like uh, who, who plays as a monster, as a force. Last time Ben Rosberg had zero sacks, it was against the Washington football team uh, last season, which was her first loss that snapped her 11-game losing streak to start the season. I mean, in 2020, I mean, at the end of the day, they still had six games where they had zero sacks on Ben Rosberg. They were number one protecting him right for that league, for that year. So not getting sacked against them. Uh, Bob Miller, he leads the team with four and a half sacks, seven tackles for loss. Key number two. Ben needs to trust your line step into the pocket for his frozen avoid the urge for quick dump offs. That's another thing right there, too. And I'll tell you what, I hear what Ed Bouchette's saying, but I'm, I'm going to side with Coach Cowher on this one. You do have to step into your frozen. You got to be a little more patient. And uh, hopefully he is able to like make better reads right now and uh, have clear vision because at the end of the day, the last thing you want to be doing is just feeling like you're being rushed and under fire uh, left and right in your face. It's just going to be a long day, uh, plain simple, uh, for this team if they did not uh, get that figured out. Also, the final key for this game, don't give the Broncos quick, easy yards for the air. One of Teddy Bridgewater's uh, top targets is tight end Noah Font, who is third on the team with 156 receiving yards. Also tied for first with two touchdowns as the second most targeted with 27 right now. So those are be my keys to victory right there. And last but not least, let's win the damn turnover uh, battle right now. I mean, um, Mike Tomlin, uh, he is seven for eight in seasons that he has a plus uh, turnover ratio. They'll make the playoffs seven out of eight times. I mean, in his career. So that that has to happen right there. And uh, that's gonna do it here for this edition here of the Mastill Podcast of Show Blitz. Uh, Steelers vs. Broncos pregame show. Once again, you guys can follow me on Twitter uh, at MetasteelCGR and on Instagram at MetasteelNation. As always, leave it. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Bye, going.